Hi, everyone. Welcome and thank you for tuning into The Animal Files, the podcast where we expose the truth, science, and spirituality of pet care and provide you with the wisdom and tools you need to raise happy and healthy companion animals. My name is Victoria, an animal spirituality facilitator and integrative energy practitioner. And my name is Miranda, an animal health technologist and pet care safety expert. Let's dive in, shall we? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Animal Files podcast. We got another fun one for you. If you've been listening to our past episodes, you've probably heard us talk about some different terms related to your pets. And for those of you who have cats, you've probably heard the term catify, catified, or catification. And if you haven't, you may be wondering what exactly does that mean to catify your space for your cat? Well, hang on. We got a lot coming to you to help you understand that. I'm just going to toss it to Miranda and we're going to get on with this fun interior decorating conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it is. The interior decorating for your cat. But <laughs> let's break it down a little bit further. <laughs> well, you know, if you are currently trying to figure out, okay, what does catify mean? And you're trying to think of a definition for that. Maybe you might be thinking, okay, well, maybe it has to do with where I'm putting the food dishes or perhaps where I'm putting the litter box or the scratching post. Well, you're not really wrong, but it does involve so much more than that. So let's define what catification means, shall we? Yes, let's. It's fun. It's the fun part of having a cat. (laughs) So when we're talking about catified spaces, we're referring to areas or environments that have been specifically designed and modified to meet the needs and the preferences of domestic cats. These spaces are created to provide a stimulating and enriching environment for your cats. And it allows them to engage in their natural behaviors and promote both their physical and their mental well-being. You know, I mean, that kind of gives you an idea of what the benefits are, but let's go a little bit deeper into what the benefits are to your feline friends when you do actually provide catified spaces for them. So first off, it gives them environmental enrichment. Enrichment might be a word that gets thrown around a little bit that may not have a lot of meaning to people who have heard it. But if you think about, you know, when we're having something that enriches our lives, it's something that makes it better. So when we provide environmental enrichment for our cats, we're providing them with or offering them a variety of stimuli and opportunities for them to be able to engage in their natural behaviors. We can include vertical spaces, scratching surfaces, hiding spots, interactive toys, And catified homes help to also provide mental stimulation and physical exercise, which ends up preventing boredom and any associated behavioral problems. It works. I mean, you don't have to give the cats your home like we do, but (laughs) (laughs) by allowing spaces around windows and we don't entertain that much. So we have a dining room table. And at one point we had taken things off the floor and put it up on top of the table when they were really little. And they decided to commandeer a spot on the dining room table way up high. And since we don't use the dining room table that often, we decided to catify the dining room table. And we got a cat tower 
you know, a shorter one that matched the color of the dining room table. And it's on the far side of the table and they loved it. That was their spot. And that's how we provided them that space, that catafighter dining room table. (laughs) And it was where they observed the entire house. So Mm -hmm. it offered them with so much enrichment. They can see the window behind them. They can watch my husband and I walk around the house. They can look at the living room, the kitchen. They can, it was their center point of where they were able to monitor their entire house. And that provided them with a lot of enrichment and they would play on it. And they would go from the top to the bottom, top to the bottom, top to the bottom. (laughs) If you don't use your dining room table very often and your cats keep jumping on the table and it doesn't bother you, maybe adding something that's high so they can see everywhere in the house is a good way to get them environmental enrichment because it worked for our cats. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. (laughs) Just got to make sure that it's stable because you don't want them jumping up on things and having a tip over on them. Yeah, no, it it has a big base. I mean, it takes up like a third of the table and we put little rubber stoppers Mm -hmm. on the bottom. So it gripped. And it Mm -hmm. also didn't destroy the table. So it didn't scratch the table and it doesn't really tip over because the base is really big. I mean, we we specifically got one that was, you know, a decent size that would have some stability. Mm -hmm. So another way that it benefits your cats is that it can, especially if you've got multiple cats, it can offer them the opportunity to create their own personal territory and help them with their confidence. Yeah. And the more quote unquote territories you have in your house, the happier your cats will be. Mm -hmm. Because cats by nature are territorial animals. And when they are able to have their own area or territory, this is going to help them to feel more secure. If they have to constantly share everything with the other cats, there's going to probably be a lot of scuffles or whatever word you want to use to call those. (laughs) Especially if those cats are not close naturally. Like Mm -hmm. there are plenty of people that have cats that not even are related that just get along so well that it's not a big deal. I've had cats that would sit on the same chair together and there was no scuffles, but I've also had cats that just didn't like any other cats. So we Mm -hmm. just made sure that she had her own spot and the other ones had their own spot and it definitely helps with any feline scuffles. Mm -hmm. And like you were sharing about the tower that you put on your dining room, that when we create these vertical spaces and different perches for them, it gives them those vantage points to be able to survey their environment, which in turn helps to promote a sense of confidence and control. Absolutely. Yeah. Another thing that is important, especially if you've got indoor cats, which we strongly encourage, (laughs) Mm -hmm. is that they need physical exercise. So how do you go about doing that? How do you catify in a way that is going to provide them with physical exercise? Well, in this section, we're not going to go into the details of exactly the how. We're just going to allude to it a little bit, and then we'll go into more detail later. So you can find different ways to help them engage in physical activities that will allow them to climb and jump and explore. When they can do this, then they have the ability to burn off any excess energy they might have. It helps them to maintain a healthier weight. And it just generally improves their overall physical fitness, Mm -hmm. which in turn is going to help them be happier. Yeah, Stress reduction is another benefit. 
you may not think, oh, my cat sleeps like 18 hours a day. How stressed could they really be? <laughs> but believe me, they do feel stressed because they interpret things or view the world in a different way than humans do. So, you know, even if we were to sleep 18 hours a day, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're not stressed. We could be actually stressed and that's why we're sleeping so much. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> So we can help reduce their stress by providing them with their own designated spaces like we were talking about, giving them different cozy hideouts. They'd like to have little dens that they can go into and be able to look out and view things, but still feel like they're safe. And just other safe area. Sometimes cozy hideouts could just be something that's just a comfort as well. But when they also have safe areas, that also provides them that sense of security and comfort. This is really important when you do have an indoor cat who may have limited stimulation and environmental variety. Yes, definitely. They can get stressed. If they can't be a cat, they get stressed. So providing opportunities for them to be a cat, it will diffuse any of that. The word that's coming to my mind is FOMO that they may <laughs> naturally have because they're not able to extend their felineness. <laughs> in a home. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where these <laughs> words are coming from, but you get my point. <laughs> I was going to say the cattiness, but not quite that. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the word that went through my head, cattiness. But I was like, let's soften it with felineness. <laughs> I think in cats, so. Yeah. <laughs> You can also provide benefit to your cat when you catify because you offer them positive mental stimulation. That also helps with stress reduction. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of these things are going to always go under the umbrella of stress reduction for cats. Yes. It weaves its hand through everything. Mm -hmm. But with this one, you'll be able to see that catifying your home is not necessarily just about furniture and placement of things. It's also other things like having interactive toys, puzzles, and other enrichment activities that will help to challenge your cat's cognitive or brain function abilities because it helps to keep their minds engaged. Yeah, so none of these toys that entertain the people. Mm. If you watch anything by Jackson Galaxy, he's talked about some of these toys that are literally just teasing your cat mm -hmm, by putting something on a collar or whatever when they can't get it no matter what and they'll keep going at it and they'll probably end up hurting themselves. None of these toys, it's for the cat, not for you. But right. interactive means that you should be playing with your cat and engaging with them on a mental level, too. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to throw that in because there's a lot of toys out there that I see that are just absolutely just evil. They're just evil because it's just for the people's entertainment, not for the cats. Right. Yeah. The toy or puzzle or whatever it is should not be creating frustration. Yeah. If you notice that your cat is getting frustrated, stop it, take it away. Yeah. That's not benefiting them at all. And if you think about it, you know, when they say, you know, especially older people to engage in mental puzzles like crosswords or Sudoku or other kinds of mental stimulating activities, they recommend it because it helps to keep the brain functioning and helps to stave off or 
even completely prevent mental deterioration, which can lead to dementia and other kinds of mental disorders that can occur. And animals can get that too. Mm -hmm. So if you want to keep your cat's mind bright and functional, then this is a good route to go. It will also help to prevent boredom-related behavioral issues and just generally contribute to a happier and more contented cat. Mm -hmm. When we also catify our home, we are helping to strengthen that human-animal bond between you and your cat. It gives you the opportunity to have more positive interactions between you and your cat. You know, it's not a very positive interaction if you're constantly yelling at your cat to get off the table or to stop chewing or scratching at something or whatever the case may be. That's going to actually damage the bond between you. So finding ways that's going to improve the interaction between you and create more of that positive vibe, <laughs> mm. it's going to make such a difference, yeah. but it does take commitment and it does take some time. And it also takes a lot. You know, you can't have a perfect home and have a happy cat without including your cat in your happy home. Mm -hmm. That makes any sense. You know, creating the shared spaces, you share the space already. So make it cohesive. It's like you're not going to shove your kid in a corner of a room. You're going to include your kid in the family. So include your cat in the family. Again, like I said, the allowances. If you've listened to the podcast, you know that right here in my office slash studio, I have a four foot cat cage right next to my desk. It's been there for three and a half years. That's the shared space. So they're literally only a foot and a half away from me. And when Maisie was alive, I would come in here. And the first thing she would do would follow me and go up on top of the cage so she can spend time with mom as mom is sitting on the computer. Mm -hmm. And that was very comforting to her because she didn't like to be by herself. And so I made spaces for her everywhere I would go and work. Even if it was bringing up a chair and sitting it next to me so she would be able to sit right next to me while I was on the computer. Mm. You know, that's more of a modular catification because I was just bringing a chair from another room. But <laughs> but it helps to strengthen that human-animal bond. Mm. And if you already have a relationship with a cat that is not maybe all that optimal and you would like to have a better relationship with your cat or cats, then these are some of the things to consider. But if there's already that, basically it's a lack of trust mm -hmm. if you don't have a close relationship with your cat. So if there's that lack of trust, it's going to take a little bit more effort to try to build that trust with them, which means not forcing your cat to do anything they don't want to do, but giving them the opportunity to engage with you and to get involved in these different things. The last aspect that we want to bring up in regards to why it's a benefit for your cats to catify your home is that it also provides them with a sense of safety and well-being, which kind of incorporates everything we've already been talking about. Mm -hmm. When we can provide them with appropriate scratching services, because cats need to scratch, you can't stop that behavior. You just have to find a way to allow them to do it 
in a way that's not going to be damaging to items that you don't want damaged. Or the cat, because if you think declawing is going to save your furniture, you're damaging your cat because you're amputating their first knuckle Mm -hmm. just because you don't want them to hurt the couch instead of providing spaces for them to be able to do what they naturally do already. Mm -hmm. So we can redirect that behavior away from the furniture that we don't want damaged or from any other undesirable items, like maybe the carpet or cupboard doors or whatever the case may be, because they'll find something if they don't have an area that's provided for them. But you'll have to, this does involve some training because you have to teach them which areas are appropriate. You can also, another way of catifying your home is to actually provide them with a safe outdoor access. Instead of just letting them roam, you have a safe outdoor access that's enclosed, which could be an actual catio, or maybe you might have like a a sun area of your home that just has like windows that can be opened with that's screened in or something. This will allow your cats to be able to experience fresh air and sunlight while still minimizing the risks that are associated with roaming. It's a great way to catify your house if you have Mm -hmm. the opportunity. It does not be very big. It can be a full-on catio. It could be an enclosed porch, like Miranda said, or it can just be making sure that they have access to screened windows throughout your house. Cats need fresh air. And as much as I tell everybody, don't let your cats roam because it's number one, it's not good for the cat, nor is it good for your neighborhood. They need fresh air. So providing those spaces, you can get window boxes that just go in the windows where the cats can sun themselves, get fresh air, all that good stuff. And watch the birds and the squirrels. Yep. Birds, squirrels, butterflies. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I can't even tell you how many hours Maisie would spend in the window just watching the world go by. That's all she wanted. Now, she didn't like to be wide open with the screen. So I had two windows that I just had the storm windows down. I have an old house. So we had storm windows down. So there was just a clear glass space and she would sit in those windows for hours and hours and hours a day and just watch the wind blow the leaves on the bushes. She would look at, but I don't know what she was looking. Sometimes I think she was looking at things that I just couldn't see like uh, little bugs or something like that hours hours it was her favorite spot in the whole world it was her tv Mm -hmm. and i never ever ever closed the main window always had this bay window open where just the storm windows were like she had this completely unblocked view of the world Mm -hmm. and that was where she spent most of her time yeah and depending on where you live there may be times where you can't just let them out in the fresh air because You know, maybe you live in one of those climates where it gets extremely cold. Or extremely hot. Or extremely hot. So then you have to try to find alternatives. You know, I mean, you don't really want your cat to be roaming out in those kinds of scenarios either. But maybe there's still be a way that you could provide them with some sense of fresh air without exposing them to extreme temperatures. We would bring my cat Tic Tac. She didn't really like to walk around the yard, but we would put her on a harness and a leash and we would just let her walk outside and look. And I mean, she was with us and that was how we got her fresh air. This was before she had free range of the house because I had a lot of cats that didn't like her. So there was fights. So she lived happily in a bedroom most of her life. And it wasn't very, she didn't get a lot of fresh air unless I opened the window. So what we started doing is we started putting her harness on and just taking her around the yard. And that was how she got her fresh air. Mm. She didn't like going outside 
she was really hesitant, but as long as we were with her, she had the confidence to at least walk down the sidewalk a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you can do too, as you harness train your cat, make sure it's a harness that they can't get out of and, you know, get them outside that way, sit them in the backyard with you, but never leave them unattended. Mm-hmm. So overall, when we catify our home for our cats, we provide them with a stimulating, enriching, and safe environment that helps to cater to their natural instincts and needs. It's going to improve their physical health, their mental well-being, and contribute to a happier, more stress-free, and more fulfilled life for them. Allows them to embrace their felineness. So when we come back, we will go a little bit deeper into this because you might have some questions or you might have some views and opinions and our second half might address some of those. All right. Leave it to the animal files. We're always going to give you options. (laughs) So stick around. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. We hope you've been enjoying season three. It's been a great couple of years so far. Moraine and I just want to take a moment and thank you all for joining us on this journey and listening each and every week. We've got lots planned for you this season. Great interviews, great topics, and we're even building you a home on YouTube. If you want to help us out and be the first in line, just head to YouTube, look for the Animal Files podcast and hit that subscribe button. Or you can just head to the website www.theanimalfilespodcast.com. Calm. Now that that's out of the way, let's get back to the conversation. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with us here at the Animal Files. We have been talking catification. So now you may be thinking, okay, this seems like a lot of work and effort to create spaces that will make my cat happy. What about me? What do I get out of it? Well, let me just tell you, you get a lot out of it. And we're going to break it down so you can learn a little bit more. So tell the people what they need to know, Miranda. (laughs) Yes, this extra effort will definitely be worth your while. And it doesn't mean that you have to do complicated or all the different things right away. But there's a place that you can start. And when you choose to catify your home, the benefits that you're going to receive from it is that you're going to have less destructive behavior caused by your cats. Because as we talked about before, they they are going to have natural behaviors such as scratching, possibly digging, though that's more of a dog thing. Unless you have a digger that makes a mess in the litter box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a huge litter box so I didn't have a beach on the floor all the time. <laughs> And there are some cats that do that. I've seen even with big litter boxes, they just. (laughs) (laughs) But you can help to redirect your cat's natural scratching or behavior away from the furniture, curtains, carpets, or whatever the household item might be. And then you redirect it towards an appropriate scratching surface. So this is obviously going to reduce damage to your belongings and save you money because now you're not going to have to repair or replace things as often. See, happy cat, happy life. (laughs) (laughs) It's called addressing the problems before they start. Mm -hmm. Preventative behavior. You'll be able to improve the living space harmony in your home. This can be both if you've got just a single cat as a pet, or if you have multiple cats, but it It's definitely a plus when you've got multiple cats because you 
enable them to be able to establish boundaries when they've got their own different areas. You help to reduce that boredom and that sense of frustration. And it's going to just, in turn, help to promote harmony between each of your cats, as well as between each cat and you. Sounds like a win-win to me. (laughs) When we provide the spaces and the tools that are going to help your cats to thrive, you're going to encourage them to have a more peaceful coexistence. And it'll be a more peaceful coexistence between you and your cats as well, because they're not going to, again, be causing the damage or having other kinds of behavioral issues because of boredom and frustration. You're going to allow them to get that mental stimulation, that physical stimulation, that enrichment that is going to help them feel content. So that's going to create that peaceful coexistence. Yeah. In short, less stress for you. You minimize the stress for your cat. You also lessen your own stress and save your pocketbook (laughs) Mm -hmm. or wallet, depending on which one you carry. And when you increase the harmony in your home, you're also helping to enhance that bonding opportunity between you and your cats. It's going to make it so much easier for you to be able to actively engage with your cats through some type of play or just somehow being involved in the various interactive activities. Yeah, they love that. Mm -hmm. If they can play with their people, they're happy. So you'll be able to have more shared experiences with them. And the more you share with your cats, the more content that they are, the more opportunities there's going to be for you to bond with them. Again, you'll have that reduced stress and less behavioral issues as a result. That's another one of those things that goes through this entire podcast is less behavioral issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't realize how many things actually create stress in our pets. So when we can find ways to address that, then we create a space that is going to feel safer. It's going to feel more rewarding, and there's going to be less desire to do things that can be harmful for both the pet as well as you. And when cats are not content and mentally stimulated, they're going to be more likely to show behavioral things such as excessive meowing or aggression or the destructive behavior that we've already talked about. So you could end up having, if you've got multiple cats, you could end up having more cat fights or scuffles, as we mentioned. They could be constantly meowing at you, trying to get your attention. They could be trying to consistently doing things that is kind of quote unquote, getting in your way while you're trying to do stuff. So if you set aside time to specifically engage with them and help them to feel content, then they're going to be less likely to kind of get in your way when you need to get things done. They still might do that to some extent, but <laughs> well, <laughs> like we had in our last podcast, you know? <laughs> or, or actually not the last podcast, a couple podcasts ago when we were talking about the Siamese cats and how they have to be involved. <laughs> they have mm. to be involved. It depends on the breed. Like, obviously there are some breeds that are going to be in your face all the time. Then there are others who will be like, yeah, I'm chill. Do your thing, man. I'm over here hanging out on my cat tree. So you're mm-hmm. going to have different personalities. Yeah, that just makes it important to also know if you're getting a specific breed, 
or you know that there's a specific kind of breed that's mixed in with them what kind of behaviors might be natural for them yeah absolutely but again i'm just gonna say it one more time less stress for your cat less stress for you because you're gonna have a chill cat most of the time Mm -hmm. depending on the breed obviously but (laughs) you know (laughs) if you remember our siamese and our orientals they kind of want to be in your face all the time but that is very specific behavior i've had many, many, many cats in my life. And I've really in all of the cats, maybe only had like one or two that were always like on me all the time. Yeah. All the other ones were pretty chill because they weren't stressed. Yeah. I remember with Maisie that you sometimes were trying to work and she wanted to come and be on the keyboard. So you yes. had to find a way to kind of work around that. <laughs> yep. I got one of those acrylic keyboard covers so she can sit in front of me on top of my keyboard and I can still type. (laughs) Catified my desk. There you go. (laughs) And allowed her to be close. Yeah. And I think there's kind of a dual aspect to that because it's a combination of wanting to be around you, but cats also like the heat that can come from a keyboard or laptop or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but I will always tell anybody who has a cat that likes to be in their face, get yourself an acrylic keyboard cover. (laughs) (laughs) So you can still have your hands underneath and they can be right in front of your face, bumping your head while you're typing. (laughs) (laughs) You can still keep working. (laughs) Tips from the work at home person (laughs) on how to handle your cat. Now, this one might actually come as a surprise to you as being a benefit. It can actually be more convenient for you and help to provide organization in your home. When you choose to integrate cat-friendly furniture and structures into your home, this actually contributes to a more organized and efficient living space by providing these designated areas for cat-related activities and also can reduce clutter, and help to streamline the management of caring for your cats. But of course, that depends on how you decide to put it together. (laughs) Yeah, like if you're like me and you give them the house, (laughs) there's really not a lot of organizations that we had in our living room. We have a really big living room and part of the living room was just this empty floor and it was literally full. We had a mat of all of her toys and her box that she played in and it took up like a fifth of the living room. No organization, just a pile of toys on a a mat. And (laughs) that was what we did. You know, cat towers everywhere, cat beds everywhere. We've had a lot of cats over the years. So we have a lot of stuff that we just keep reusing with every cat and they're everywhere. Not everybody's (laughs) going to be as weird as me, but (laughs) doesn't help for organization. But there are some places like having the cat tower on the dining room table or having the tall cat tower in the living room gave them their own space and allowed us to do what we needed to do. And they could observe and didn't be underfoot all the time because they can just watch you. So in a sense, it helped organize the energy of the house Mm. because we knew when they were up on the cat tower, that was like, okay, we're in observation mode now. So do your thing, human. I'll just watch you. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yes, we're a cat house. (laughs) (laughs) it can also enrich your home aesthetics and now you might be thinking because perhaps you've seen certain 
cat furniture at the pet store or places like that. And you might be thinking, oh, catifying my home is going to make it look so ugly if I'm going to be putting up all kinds of shelving and climbing surfaces around my living room and all of these different things. It's like, it's not going to look very nice or appealing if I want to have people over or anything like that. But there are lots of options out there. It doesn't have to be just purely functional. There's options that can be very aesthetically pleasing to the eye. I've seen bookcases with little cat cubbies built into it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot out there. And if you're handy, you can do whatever. You can use the aesthetic of your home and create something magnificent for your animal. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of books that give you a lot of ideas. So if you are handy, there you go. And you can do it on a budget. Doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be like a bunch of boxes that, you know, we talk about the cheap ways of doing it. Cats don't care whether it's fancy or not. They'll just play with it. But if mm -hmm. you want it to be fancy, there are lots of things out there. There's so much creativity and so many ways to integrate all of this stuff into your home. And you can really have this aesthetically pleasing cat house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's many cat-friendly furniture and accessories that are out there that have been designed with a blend of style as well as functionality in mind. Mm -hmm. When you can blend these cat-friendly elements into the home's decor, then the catifying is actually going to enhance your overall aesthetics of your living space and might even make it more enjoyable for you. Mm -hmm. And I know there are people out there that, but it's my house, but it's my house. Well, if you're worried about your animal ruining your house, I, do you really need to have an animal? But there are other things that I've seen. I have seen a house that was almost museum quality on the outside, but they would have an entire room that was catified, mm. entire room. And it would just be the place where, where, you know, we always talk about having a, a safe place for your cat to go if you're going to entertain so they can go and get away from the humans. If you don't want to do it to your whole house, find a room, do it to a room, mm. give them something. I think this is what I'm trying to say is give them something. There's always going to be ways to give them something. You can give them something if you only have a studio apartment mm -hmm. and make it look like it works with your home. Mm -hmm. And another benefit to you is that it's going to give you peace of mind or it can give you peace of mind, depending on what your viewpoint is about all of this, because you can provide them with that safe outdoor access, such as an enclosed outdoor area or a catio or just general exposure to fresh air, sunshine, view of the birds through an open screened window. This is going to help protect your cats from those potential hazards. When you know that your feline companion is going to be able to enjoy their outdoor experience in a secure and controlled environment, then you're going to have that peace of mind. You're not going to have to worry about what happens to them. It's still a good idea to keep an eye on them because things can still sometimes occur that it's completely unexpected, but you're not going to have to worry about wildlife and having them kill birds and rodents and things like that, or having them being exposed to poisons. You know, those are all things that won't be an issue. So you might find other ways that catifying your home will benefit both you and your cat, but each cat is an individual and so are you. So 
the benefits are going to vary from person to person and from cat to cat. So you have to keep that all in mind. Yeah. What works for me and my family is not going to work for your family. And what worked for Maisie and Frankie may not work so well with my next cat. So you have to, I mean, this individuality concept is something that we talk about. I think almost every episode at this point, you have to know your animal and you have to know what works for your family. By keeping that in mind, it's going to help you create a cohesiveness in what happens in your home between all parties involved. So hopefully this has given you a jumping off point that will encourage you to explore some of these options, some of these things that you can do. And maybe you've already been doing some of this in your home. And if you have, we'd love for you to share your experience. And if you haven't done it and you decide to try some of these things, we'd love for you to share what you noticed changed from before you catified your home to after. I'm sure there's going to be a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine what my house was like before I catified my house. Now, I don't do anything aesthetically pleasing because I'm not one to like put holes in walls and stuff like that, you know, build shelving. I just have a lot of furniture that allows them to go from one place to the other without having to get on the floor. So I do have a lot of furniture that's along with walls. And that's partially intentional. Maisie would, just to get to the window, she would walk on the table, get on the piano, walk across the piano, go over a couple things, get onto the radiator, and then get to the window. When she could have just taken a beeline across the dining room table to the window, but she didn't do that. So it was just my way of allowing her that pathway, Mm. you know? So think about things that you can do on the outsides of rooms. Like if a cat wants to walk around the wall, that's uh, partially a natural behavior. They will monitor their environment. So if you provide spaces for them to walk from here to there along the outskirts of a room, you're catifying. If you have like a wainscoting, then instead of putting just a little tiny molding at the top of the wainscoting, put a little tiny shelf that they can walk along. It really is not a lot. A little bit goes a long way as far as catifying your house. So we'd love to hear what you've done and things you've tried. Mm -hmm. And you can do that by emailing us at the animal files podcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear that. And if you are on the socials and you want to share it publicly, just go to our website, the animal files You can get all the links to our socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. And we'd love to hear about what you have done or seen. Take pictures. Let us know. And while you're over at the website, We have lots of ways for you to support us as well. If you like what we're doing, we have an upcoming YouTube channel. So you can support us that way. We have merchandise. You can support us that way. You can share our shows. And tell other people about it. (laughs) Spread the word. So did I cover it all? I believe you've covered it all. I think we have included a lot of great information for you that I believe is going to be helpful. And... If you have any questions about what we talked about, again, also feel free to reach out to us and let us know. We would love to help you out. And with that, thanks again for joining another great episode of the Animal Files podcast. And we'll see you all next time. Bye for now.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to rate, review, and recommend the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want some more great info, be sure to check out www.theanimalfilespodcast.com.